All right, welcome back in. This is Coach Cheese here again with Coach D. Crusoe. Uh, now we're moving on to the Thompson group. Um, so let's jump in and talk about the Yonkers Yaks, uh, coached by Coach Helop Five, uh, relatively new coach to League 31, um, and a coach that has had pretty good success over his uh, six seasons here. Made it to his first NTT last season um, as, I think, a 12 seed and made a run to the Elite Eight. So uh, this is a coach that's making some noise. He has uh, consistent top 50 classes all, all across his roster, um, currently ranked number 10 preseason, brought in the 50-20 class, replacing the 183-162 class, which, again, that 183-162 was really when he was just a brand-new coach. Um, Looking at the guys on uh, Yonkers roster, they didn't graduate a single starter from a team that went to the Elite Eight. So this is a pretty loaded team. Uh, Timothy Dawkins, point guard last year, 15 points, three and a half assists, uh, one and a half turnovers. Jesus Bland, 21 points. And then Zachary Dubose, the huge recruit, 24 points, the 6'8 small forward, uh, five and a half rebounds, almost three assists, takes care of the ball. Um, this team is already loaded, and then they bring in uh, some really good players. Six eight Marcus Everett uh, played center in high school, twenty two points, ten rebounds. Six one Aaron Mc Aaron McDaniel, the shooting guard, twenty one points, uh, four rebounds of his own. It's almost like who do you plug in and play? A lot of these guys can do a lot of good things. Coach, what do you like about this team? Well, first of all, I want to say I'm not a huge fan of this team because they knocked us out of the tournament last season. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I remember going in that game and we were the higher seed. I'm like, okay, but I saw, I looked at Zachary Dubose. So I'm like, this guy is an absolute stud, and um, he torched us. He's he's a fantastic player. You know, usually in this game, if you have the best player on the court, you have good odds of winning, regardless of who else you have. But he a team around him, I think. When you're talking about rebuilding a program, I mean, this guy took a program that was completely dead, and now I would mm -hmm. say, you know, they're easily a favorite to make it to the second weekend, quote-unquote. So I love this team. Dubose is great. Uh, Dawkins played an amazing uh, game against us last year in the tournament. I think he's a great point guard to have. You know, they have, you know, one of those prototypical glue guy centers who doesn't score at all, but he rebounds. He, you know, had five, and a, five assists per game at the center spot with three and a half blocks. I mean, that's that's huge. And then, you know, even Garrett Johnson's a good player too. I mean, their entire starting lineup, you could just roll back out there and they'd be dangerous. I'd say the biggest question mark for this team is, is their bench. It's very small. Um, but they brought in some size uh, this year. They brought in Everett, like you mentioned in Pearson. So, I mean, if you don't want to start those guys, you don't have to, you can throw them in the bench and all of a sudden your bench unit improves. Um, I think this is a fantastic team. And I think, them being preseason top 10 is a pretty accurate ranking. I'd say, I think this team is uh, going to be a tough match if you're going up against them. That they, uh, they played a pretty big starting lineup with a uh, Dubose six, eight at small forward last year. Um, and they didn't have a guy over six, five on the bench. And so now mm -hmm. you bring in six, seven, six, eight, who could likely slot in pretty easily to those backup power forward, backup center positions. Um, and just roll your starters back out there for another season. Yeah, absolutely. So Yonkers will be a tough out. Let's uh, let's move on quickly here to San Jose, uh, coached by Coach Rido. They are uh, number 19 preseason, so another team that's got a lot of talent. 
Um, they do bring in a very talented 14-16 class after graduating the 131-6 class. Um, now that senior class they graduated was led by Brian Combs, um, their small forward. He gave them 14 and a half points a game. Um, and last year uh, they ended up uh, 17 and seven, number 61, um, did make the NTT uh, and uh, lost after my brain's fogging up here, two games or one game there. 32 is the, you make it to the second round and then lose. And then, and then lose out. the rest. Okay, <laughs> yeah. there it is. So they won two games in the NTT. Um, what do you like about who they brought in here? I really like Adam Fye. I mean, this is a guy who scores and he, he can be um, a good passer when he wants to be. I think him playing at small forward and only one and a half turnovers, that's pretty impressive too. So he's going to have a spot in the starting lineup. I also love the name of Blaze Redwine. I mean, that's got to be it. on the all-tournament name team. I mean, that's fantastic. And he's a good player, too. He can score at 6'7". Um, they're losing, looks like, Brian Combs, like you had mentioned. By the way, side note, a 131-6 recruiting yeah. class. I've never seen that. And usually when you see that, you think that there's a you know an elite player uh, mixed in with two so-so players. And it really wasn't the case. I mean, Combs was a solid player, but just kind of an odd oddity right there. But um, yeah, I think Fi and Redwine could both be starters this season. And then uh, Jacob Maines could be a, a solid bench piece. But um, yeah, this team has got some interesting pieces for sure. Yeah, I would, I would think those two freshmen will start for them. And what I'm really interested in this team is to see how their two big men who were freshmen last year progress and yeah. take the next step. So Ali Tolliver, uh, backup power forward last year, played 16 minutes, six and a half points, four rebounds. And then Jesus Henderson, um, the seven-footer at backup center, uh, he got three points, three rebounds. Um, if you look at the per 30 numbers there, um, both these guys can play a little bit of defense and looks like they can rebound pretty well. Um, but neither of them were world beaters. So, do they progress in their game? Does one of them move into the starting lineup at one at some point? Um, last year they had Shelby Posey and Marshall Lennon in the post. Uh, decent players, um, but uh, not guys that you're building a team around either. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I agree. I think um... – they got some, like you said, they got good height with those those four guys, really. But none of them are, you know, uh, probably their best players. I would say. I think this team is going to lean heavily. I mean, looking at a point guard, this guy's probably you know top five in the league in assists per game, mm -hmm. uh, crazy amount of assists. But I think you can look at their two freshmen as being the guys that can lead this team, uh, Fi and Redwine. Um, but it's a pretty, it's a pretty balanced group, and they play good defense as well. So um, I, I like them a lot. Okay. So we'll see if they can compete. Uh, moving on to our third team in this group, the Dearborn Defenders. Coach Calabeo, again, another top 20 preseason team at number 12 here. Uh, this team is loaded with talent. They bring in the 3158 class, replacing the 7795 class. Um, they did graduate their point guard and leading scorer in Dalton Friend, 25 points a game. Uh, against the number five strength of schedule last year. So that is a huge loss. Uh, they do bring in three guards, all of whom can score, uh, all of whom can distribute decently well, um, and all three who played point guard in high school. So 
that'll be interesting to see what their rotation looks like. It, uh, it looks like Clinton Labarbera uh, has the shooting guard spot locked up, a 6'6 guy, put up almost 15 points a game last year. And then probably their best returning player is Matthew Marshall, um, who's now a senior. Uh, he scored over 18 points a game, six rebounds, half steals. Um, yeah, who jumps out to you here that can be a difference maker? And do you see one of these freshmen sliding into the starting lineup? I think you uh, you hit it with Marshall here. I think he's he's a fantastic player. Looks like he played both power forward and small forward last year, so he's um, you know flexible, can move around the lineup. Uh, their lineup construction is pretty interesting. They they had like their point guard friend last year, although he wasn't efficient at all. Uh, he scored a ton of points. He was their main source of offense. So basically, they have you know two, three scores, and then they got two guys in the lineup that just pass uh, both Cole and Harper. So if he wants to keep that up, I can see him doing it. You can have Marshall and La Bar La Barbera. <laughs> we have both had trouble saying that name, and then you can <laughs> throw in you can throw in one of those point guards that he uh, that he brought in. I don't know if he wants to go. A similar route with um, another scoring point guard. You could know Rosenblum, who is an, an elite scorer, uh, 61.5 true shooting percentage. Or he can mix things up and maybe go with a more uh, traditional point guard like Ramirez. But I think this team is going to go as far as, um, I would say, Marshall and one of their freshmen take them. I think uh, this team just missed out on the uh, tournament last year. Well, there were seven seed in the PTT, but they ended up number 64. Um it's a deep team. I think there's a lot of talent. Um, you're looking at their bench too. You look at some of the per 30 game scores. They got some guys that can play. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at Maxwell James, um, actually had uh, the best per 30 plus minus on the team. I know that's not the end all be all statistic, but that's a pretty impressive number. So I wonder if maybe he sneaks into the starting lineup. Um, they got a lot of options. Uh, it's, this is what's fun about this game is when you bring in some new pieces and you just have uh, so much flexibility in trying to figure out the best lineup. I think this coach is going to have a uh, fun time trying to figure out how to maximize this team. But uh, yeah. he's been around for a while. He's been in that insane conference 15. Um, so it's not going to be an easy task, but this team has uh, certainly got the potential to make a run in this PNTT. Absolutely. And interesting last year, 13 and 11 record, but still number 64 in the power rankings because of that strong schedule. Uh, Two last things in this team. One, we didn't mention that their uh, sophomore now junior class is the 213 ranked class of Zachary Cole, Drew Harper and Christian James. All of those guys are good players, but none of them were their statistical leaders last year. And so you wonder if those guys take a step forward in leadership. Um, And then the last thing I just wanted to mention is this is such an interesting dynamic to me when the only senior starter you graduate is your point guard and your leader and your leading scorer. And then you bring in these new guys who are all true point guards. Mm -hmm. As a coach, do you bring a freshman in and put, put the ball in his hands and let him lead the team? Or do you think you take a guy like La Barbera who not a bad assist to turnover ratio at all, 3.4 assists, one and a half turnovers, uh, and put him at point guard with the experience and let one of these younger guys spend a year on the wing. Um, what's your take on that philosophically? I've seen it go both ways. I, I, I play in T-League, so you get a, a wide variety of players that come in and you get you know a huge sample size. Um, and I think it really just depends on uh, the guys that you bring in, really. Like sometimes you get a freshman that uh, you know right away is going to be the guy. Like he steps on the floor 
and the team, you know, doesn't miss a beat. And I've seen other times where you think he might be the guy and he struggles to begin the season and then you have to make a change. Um, I would, I generally go towards best player, you know, best player available. Like if he's your best player, he give him the shot. Um, but it really all depends on how he performs early in the season. Um, I'm not opposed to making lineup changes mid season. I don't think there's uh, a negative. There's a downside to that. I think lineup changes can be um, usually lead to positive um, results. So uh, to me, I, I usually just go with who, who do I think is the best player regardless of his uh, seniority and then adjust if need be. But um, I think it is a great question. I think this team uh, will have a lot to figure out over the first uh, few weeks this year. We'll see how those freshmen handle the bright lights, the PNTT. Yeah. Uh, last team in this group is the Glendale Girton Busters, Coach S. Wesley 05, uh, coming in preseason number 92 with the 91. Uh, they were an RTT team last year and uh, were just outside the final four of that tournament. Um, they did graduate the 1853 class. So a pretty big loss for these guys that they did not replace. The two key pieces in that class were their small forward that gave them 20 points a game uh, and their starting center uh, who gave them nine rebounds and over two and a half blocks per game. Looking at this freshman class, uh, it is headlined by Hayden Fink, um, the 6'9 center. Uh, pretty efficient player, 56% true shooting, uh, scored 18 points, seven rebounds, um, and not a ton else. Passed a little bit and took care of the ball, um, but not the greatest defensive stats. Does look like a guy that probably gets some minutes here. Um, yeah, uh, they've got some guys – that are versatile off the bench. Uh, but like I said, they did graduate a bunch of talent. So what do you see as you look at this team? I see that this team is unfortunately in the wrong group. Um, <laughs> this is, I, I going through this group, the first two or three teams are very strong. And I think um, no offense to this coach. This coach is actually in my conference in T league. Uh, he's a very good coach. Um, this team's going to, this is going to be a rough, I think start to the season. Um, they got some pieces for sure. I like their point guard a lot. I always like having a point guard that um, is some size at six five. I think he'd be a good defender. I think he's going to be the best player on this team this year, Saquon Simon. Um, but losing Edwards and Capiche, Capiche, <laughs> uh, that's that's a tough loss, and you're really not bringing in much defense. I think you had mentioned Fink being a good a good big man, but he doesn't play defense at all, and I think that's going to be the biggest question with his team. You look at the team from last year, only one player averaged more than two blocks per 30, and that was Capice, who's gone. Uh, so it could fall on Gavin Blanchard's hands to be sort of their rim protector. Um, and he actually had some pretty solid numbers. He scored a little bit, um, didn't rebound much. Um, he was a part of a uh, solid – he was that freshman class that wasn't great. So, yeah, a lot of question marks on this team, and um, – like uh, like I said, this group is a, is a tough group. If they can find a way to squeak out, honestly, one win against these three teams, um, I think they'd be happy. Um, and then even outside of that, they got uh, they got to go against Bloomington, and then Cooperstown and Boston. So, um, yeah, this team's gonna have a rough go, I think, in the PNTT. Yeah, the looking at their schedule over these six, the the two games that you think, oh, they feel confident going into them are 
or Cooperstown and Boston, but the other four, uh, I mean, three top 20 teams, then as you mentioned, yeah. Bloomington. So it might be a rough road. Um, if they're going to make some noise, I think it uh, depends on this class. That's now juniors, the 10, 11 mm-hmm. class made up of Simon, as you mentioned, Ian Hargis uh, gave him 12 points, two and a half assists last year at shooting guard. Um, and then Nathaniel Abram, their backup point guard, uh, pretty mm-hmm. efficient guy. You look at his per thirties, um, o- over six assists per 30, uh, possibly a little turnover prone, um, but uh, looks like a solid player. So those guys need to step up if this team's going to make some noise. Absolutely. Great. Well, uh, looking at this group as a whole, uh, who are some players that jump out to you that you think are going to have a big tournament? DeBose. <laughs> DeBose, yes. I mean, his name is stuck in my head after what he did to us last year. I mean, this guy's just the best all-around player, in my opinion. He's got size. He scores at an efficient rate. Um, he passes the ball, too. His defense is solid. Uh, I think he's going to be the best player um, in this tournament. Um, a couple other players. I I love Finley, Hayden, or Nicholas Finley from San Jose. I mean, this guy – and he gets ten assists with ease, so he's gonna he's gonna rack up some some numbers there. Um, and also on that uh, San Jose team, Adam Fye, I think if you're looking at a freshman to watch, mm-hmm. I think this guy, uh, especially playing with Finley, I think he's gonna feed him the ball and he's gonna let him eat. So I think those are those are some players to keep an eye out. But I think Zachary Dubose, man, I think he's he's by far and away the best player in this group. Yeah, and I think you're right. I do think there's a number of talented freshmen in this group too. Uh, you mentioned Blaze Redwine's name, which uh, Coach Jimmy Neutron needs to bring back the all names team. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he's a great player, a six, seven guy, uh, averaged almost 20 to 10 in high school. Um, he, he could be a force if it wasn't for a roster that's already really talented and probably doesn't have a starting spot for him. Uh, mm-hmm. Colin Rosenblum from Dearborn, um, a guy that can really fill it up, super efficient. Um, and then uh, the, the freshman for Yonkers, who probably won't be in the starting lineup either, uh, Aaron McDaniel, Marcus Everett, both guys that can score a lot of points. So um, this is a lot of fun. Uh, Dick Vitale would say diaper dandies. <laughs> yeah, are, this, this region is, is – yeah, jumping ahead. I, I love this region. I think, uh, unfortunately, for um, what we were just talking about there, uh, Glendale, I think the top three in this region, uh, it's going to be close. I, I would lean towards Yonkers, uh, you know, a team that finished in the Elite Eight last year and brought back nearly everything. Um, but I think San Jose might have um, a pretty a good chance as well. I think they brought in, we had mentioned, uh, those two freshmen at Adam Fye and Blazer Redwine, mm-hmm. and they're bringing back uh, Nicholas Finley. They got a couple bigs they're bringing back too. Uh, and then don't count out Dearborn as well. I mean, Dearborn's part of the uh, best conference in the league, and they're battle-tested, so – but I, I would give the slight edge to Yonkers just because I think DuBose is, is, is the best player out of all these guys. Yeah, I, I will go ahead and predict. I think this team gets two teams in. Um, yeah. Potentially could even fight for three teams. Who knows? But uh, I, I would agree with you that Yonkers is the most complete team here, especially just bringing back your whole starting lineup is huge mm-hmm. to me um, and having the best overall player in the group. Uh, Dearborn though, also battle tested. Um, and I I think they get in, they're my other pick here. Uh, Mm -hmm. they'll get in as not large, um, looking at Dearborn's schedule, very manageable. I think they get, uh, at least four, if not five wins here. 
um, and get into. So fun group to watch. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. That uh, wraps up this group, and uh, we'll, we will do one more.